0: Amen. Um, Mark, after you take up that, I just want to, or any of the ushers, doesn't matter which one goes, but once we get to the place where we're taking up that special offering, I'm going to have you go up and get the kids and my wife and bring them down because we're going to do something as a church body. Not now. They're going up now. They're having class. They're going with Pastor Joan. They can go ahead and go. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddies. Hi, Hi, Emerson. What did I say to her the other day? I said something to her, are you, and I like, are you blessed or something along those lines? And she looks, she says, no, I'm, I'm Emerson Oakley Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, there you go. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, um, my heart today, I'm not saying I'm wrapping up this teaching. That's up to the Lord, how he wants to do it. But uh, I know we're going to do what we're going to say. I mean, we're going to do what I said we're going to do last week at the end of the service. Um, I want to continue, however, the, the, the word of the Lord for this upcoming year, for this year of 2023. The prophetic word given to Jerry Savell back in October of last year. And he said that this is the year of the maximum. Yeah, yeah. This is the year of the highest level attainable. Now, I'm going to get ahead of myself because I was going to say this later on, but I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I know for a lot of folks that seems impossible. How can that possibly be? Friends, we've got to rise up and take God at his word. We've got to believe that what God says is so. Even if it's beyond our minds. Are you listening? The Bible doesn't say all things are possible to those whose minds can accept it. The Bible says all things are possible to them who believe. believe. And belief is a choice. Again, you've heard me say that over and over and over again. It's the truth. You get that revelation, it helps you tremendously. Because either you're going to choose to believe it or you're not. There's no in-between ground. There's not the statement, I can't believe that. No, you choose not to believe it. Are you hearing me? But I always fall back on this. And you might think me simple because of this, but it's the truth. If God said it, that settles it. I now choose to believe it. And if God is saying to this man of God that this is the year of the maximum, this is the year of the highest level attainable, I believe it. I said, I believe it. Glory to God. I mean, let me say it this way. A few weeks ago, I, I, I made this statement that the only way this is going to happen for you is if you mix your faith with it. And the way you mix your faith with it, the number one way is through your mouth. You have got to be speaking this out of your mouth constantly. This is the year of the maximum for my family and me. This is the year of the maximum for Celebration of Life Church. This is the year of the maximum for my church family. This is the year of the highest level attainable. What's happening when you're saying it? You're hearing it. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so the more you speak it out, the more the faith is growing in you, and the finally you'll get to the place, well, glory to God. I believe it. I really believe that. And, and, and I tell you what, it just starts to get you excited because this, this is the year of the maximum. I, I shared this with you already in this, in this study is Years ago when I was doing that, we were teaching along the lines. In our, it was on a Wednesday night, I believe it was, and we were teaching along these lines. And the Lord said, I want you to start believing, calling your, 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 your harvest maximized. For every seed you sow, I want you to call it max." That was years ago. And now all of a sudden, here's the word of the Lord. This is the year of the maximum. Yeah, See, in my mind, based off of what I said way back then, And now the word of the Lord is right here. Then glory to God. I'm expecting it in my life right now. (laughs) And and, and what is going to happen when we start to live maximized lives? Do you think we're going to be able to reach more for Jesus Christ? Do you think we're going to be able to, to, to get the gospel out there all over this world? You wait to see what the Lord has already impressed upon me to do as far as seeds we're going to sow through this church. Glory to God. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. And I can I just throw this in for free? Well, my wife and I, we have, you know, we agreed upon an amount we're going to give. And, 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 and she's going to give over, over and above that too. But the point I'm trying to get to is is that... Is that in my mind, the thoughts still came. Man, you really need that cash money, man. You, got, you know, you don't want to. And then I stopped and I said, well, shut up, mind. Amen. Yeah. Shut up. If God is leading me to do it, he's not trying to get it away from me. He's not trying to take it from me. He's trying to get me positioned to be even more blessed. Yeah. Right. Because, see, what's happening is I'm being a blessing. I'm blessed to be a blessing oh thank you lord glory to god i'm not even getting to my message that's all right glory to god now why does god give us prophetic words get this one of the main reasons god gives us prophetic words is to raise our expectations the bible says this in psalm 62:5. my soul waits silently for god alone For my expectation is from him. My expectation is from him. What happens when when, when you receive revelation by the Spirit, whether from the Word of God or from a prophetic word, what happens is you start to get to the place where finally you say, wow, I'm really expecting for that to happen in my life. You might have heard me say it this way. You need to turn your expectors on today. You need to turn your expectors on today. You need to get yourself to, to the place where glory to God. I expect to receive all that God has for me during the service today. Amen. See, when you hear a prophetic word, man, I tell you what, I, 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 it's so sad because so many people say, "Well, it's just never happened. In, it just didn't happen in my life. It's not happening in my life." Is it? What is that? Is that faith or is that doubt and unbelief? I I, I don't. I, brrr, I live by faith, not by sight, nor how I feel. I live by faith. I take God at his word. And if God said it, that settles it. Now I choose to believe it. I'm not going to get moved off of it. I said, I'm not going to get moved off of it. And even if it doesn't happen next week, or even if it doesn't happen next month or next year or 10 years from now, guess what? I'm going to keep standing. The yeah. Bible tells me to stand. The Bible tells me to stand. I'm going to keep standing. Because I know if I do and I refuse to let go of my faith, it's coming in. That's right. God is faithful. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo. The one who spoke the words is faithful. He's faithful to look over his word to perform it in the lives of those who believe him. And for those who believe him, that means they're stepping out to do. They're stepping out to do whatever it is the Lord's leading them to do. Amen? Now, I want you to go with me this morning to Proverbs eleven twenty four. 24. I just want to stir you up again. I want to stir you up from the Word as to what happens when we live generously. Whoo! Glory to God. It gets me pumped every time I read these. This is what happens when we do it God's way and give God first place in our lives. Amen? Proverbs eleven twenty four. I'm going to read it from the Amplified than the Passion. It says, "There are those who generously scatter abroad, yet increase more. There are those who withhold more than is fitting or what is justly due, but it results only in want." Isn't that amazing? See, people sometimes have the mindset, "I'm just going to hold on to. It. I'm just going to hold on to it for a rainy day," but they don't know that. They're fulfilling what this word says here. Are you listening? Listen to the passion. It says generosity brings prosperity. Mm. Generosity brings prosperity. Oh, I love that. But withholding from charity brings poverty. Again, how many Christians get so caught up in the numbers and what they can see instead of being led by the Spirit because if they're being led by the Spirit they're going to sow no matter what it is the Lord is leading them to sow because again God's not trying to take something away from you God's trying to get something to you God is wanting you to put into motion the law he established from the very beginning of this world from and is still in effect might I add because this earth remains called seed time and harvest Oh, thank you, Lord. Generosity brings prosperity. I think you need to say that out loud. Generosity brings prosperity. Now, listen to Luke 6, 38. I'm just going to read it from the Passion. Give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you. Shaken down to make room for more. How can you argue against this? How can you argue against this? Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. The measure, now get this, the measurement of your generosity becomes the measurement of your return. Woo, Woo, glory to God. And that leads me to 2 Corinthians 9, 6. I'm going to read it from the Amplified First. It says, remember this. Everybody say, I'm going to remember this. (laughs) He who so sparingly and grudgingly will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously that blessings may come to someone will also reap generously and with blessings. The Passion Translation says, here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Amen. So, doesn't it sound like if we will only do things God's way by sowing generously that we can expect the maximum and the highest level attainable in our lives? Glory to Jesus. Woo! Friends, that's only a handful of the scriptures that I've covered during this study that I've gone over over the years that talk along these lines. The Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established this is at least five right here yeah. don't tell me this is not God's will for us are you listening yeah. no. this is the will of God for us right. religion has twisted it and made it to be something bad people go around saying money's evil money's evil money's evil money's evil money is evil it's of the devil art. it's bad it's gonna money will take you to hell no it's the love of money everybody say it's the love of money the love of money money. it's making money your God instead of God being your God you got to have money in this world in order to survive period unless you can live off the land I guess I don't want to live my life (laughs) Trent raised his hand (laughs) and not for me I'm sorry that's like my wife says she always talks about well you know we watched you Don't, don't yell at me men we used to watch Little House on the Prairie. She used to think, I just love to live back in those days. I said, woman, think about it. Every time they go to town, they get in that horse and buggy and travel all that time in that horse and buggy. That ain't for me, man. I like my car. Get there in a minute instead of an hour, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry I got off on that for no reason at all, but there you go. This is, what I'm sharing with you is, an, is established. Because what I'm sharing with you is the word of God. And because it's the word of God, friends, again, we have a choice. Are you going to believe it or not? Yeah. What are you going to do? Everybody should be saying, I, I believe it. I believe it. Now, go with me to Colossians 1.10 this morning. I want to go with this just real quickly because I really haven't focused in on this. Colossians 1.10. Some of you may have wondered what it, does it mean exactly for us to live at the highest level attainable. Is there another way of saying this in the Bible? I believe there is. Colossians 1.10 says this, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. How many of you want to live your lives that way? How do we do that? By being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Friends, we're called to live lives that are bearing fruit for the kingdom of God. How do we bear fruit for the kingdom of God? By and through our faith. Which comes as a result of increasing in the knowledge of God. Can you see that? In other words, it's the doers of the word, not the hearers only, who are going to be fruitful and multiply. Are you listening? Isn't that what God told us we're supposed to be doing anyway as man? Be fruitful and multiply. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How can we find ourselves walking worthy of the Lord and fully pleasing him? Being fruitful in every good work. Being fruitful in every good work. Uh, how many of you want to glorify your heavenly father? Yeah. Yeah. How many, for all he's done for you. Don't you sometimes just want to say, man, I, just, I, I, I want to be able to do more for you, God, than just words. To say words to you. And God is, and Jesus is going to tell us what, right here in John 15, 8, how we can do that. By this, my Father is glorified. Do you think Jesus knows how to glorify the Father? He goes on to say that you bear much fruit. Do you want to glorify the Father? Bear much fruit. Bear much fruit. How do we bear much fruit? By and through our faith that comes as we increase in the knowledge of God. In other words, we've got to learn to be doers of the word. When you are doers of the word, the Bible says you're blessed. What have I been saying that word blessed means? Empowered to prosper. Empowered to succeed. Empowered to fulfill destiny. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. I'm getting more excited than some of you look like. (laughs) Hallelujah. And and, and again, I just want to reemphasize that all things are possible to him who believes. I said that earlier, got ahead of myself, but I think it's just something that We as Christians have got to go beyond ourselves and take God at his word. That's how I need to say it. We just need to take God at his word. God speaks something to our heart. The revelation comes to our heart from the word of God or through a prophetic word. And it's bearing witness in your heart. Man, you're getting excited. I mean, it's just like last, last Sunday. I thought my daughter was going to explode. The revelation was coming to her so strongly. I saw it on Kelby. I saw it on Gabe back there. I saw it on those two sitting back. Those two are about to explode right now hallelujah this gets me excited they're all a bunch of young people glory to God hallelujah but see when the revelation comes you got to understand even if it don't make no sense up here you got to say God I choose to believe that I'm going to act on it and when you act on it guess what the impossible becomes possible I don't think all of you heard that because I only had a couple of amens. The impossible becomes possible. Right. Yeah. When it, you are a doer of the word, the impossible becomes possible. Right. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Friends, I mean, I, this is so important to get a hold of. Are you listening? We can put limitations on our harvest by believing too small. I don't think it's a coincidence that God led my wife and I to go to those meetings down in Louisiana where a minister was speaking, a young guy, younger than, I mean, of course, never mind. (laughs) And he's speaking. I never heard this guy speak before, and he's teaching along the Lion King. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is going to be a real humdinger of a message, and it was one of the most profound messages I've ever heard. It changed me. At one point when he's ministering, I stood up. I didn't, at this point in time, there was nobody else in the room but me and God speaking through this man. I stood up, and as he's speaking, it was like a spiritual dump from heaven into my heart. And that's where I got that, 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 that saying, no more small thinking, no more limited dreaming. We have a tendency to put God in a box. You know what? What the box really is? Our minds. How can that possibly happen? How can that possibly be? Oh, it might happen for some, but not for me. You see how that rhymed a little bit? A little bit there. Anyway, I I don't want to have limitations on my God. I don't want to put limitations on my God. I'm going to believe big. I'm going to take God at His word. And I'm going to throw this out for free. The only way that I can remain like that is to keep the word coming in. Keep myself tanked up. Keep speaking the word out of my mouth. Oh, glory to God, I'm getting more and more excited. See, this isn't just for your pastor. It's for you too. Are you where you want to be financially? Do you want to be a bigger blessing to those around you? Do you want to help further the gospel message, further the kingdom of God and spread the gospel all over the world? Glory to God. You want to reach more for Jesus? Yes. I want it. Yeah. I want this. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm telling you right now, the, the Spirit of God is in this place. Yeah. The anointing's on me again, and I'm a happy camper. <laughs> Last Sunday after I got done preaching, this is the absolute truth, you could ask my wife, it so drained me. The anointing on my life. And, and I don't care. Because, see, right now, When I'm preaching, it's fun. I said, it's fun. And and, and, and what I'm learning to do better, I believe I could say it that way, is to give out to you what he so graciously gives to me. Do you understand that sometimes during the week you might hear shouting going on and you're like, who in the world is that? Then you're going to think, oh, that's Pastor Dan. Even though I'm all the way across town, I can hear him shouting. Because why? God's giving me revelation and I'm getting more and more excited and I'm getting more and more thrilled and when he puts it in me, my responsibility is to give it out to you and I'm starting to see some of you catch it and it's getting me happy. Whoo! Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Do you believe if Jesus said, no, 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 no. Do you believe since Jesus said, that we can have a hundredfold now in this lifetime. That we can now have a hundredfold in this lifetime. Yes. I'm asking you to shut your brains off and go to your heart. Yeah. Do you believe God wants you to live a maximized life? Yeah. Pastor Dan, you don't understand. I don't have much of an education. I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. My family's been poor for so long. We barely scrape by in life. So what has that got to do with what the Bible says? All you're doing, as far as I'm concerned, is siding in with what you can see and how you feel and basically the circumstances you might have grown up with. But guess what? The very moment you said, Jesus, come into my heart, you're no longer of that. I hope you're listening to me because this is straight from heaven to you. You're no longer of that. You're now a child of the most high God. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. Jeez, the Bible says that Jesus mm, 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 is the heir of all things. And the Bible also says, I'm a joint heir with Christ. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know about you, but if if Jesus is the heir of all things and I'm a joint heir with Jesus... Am I bodacious enough to go ahead and say, that? does that mean I'm the heir of all things? Yes. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, 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 you can correct me, Lord. I'm willing to be corrected if I'm wrong. But I see it in the Word. No more small thinking. No more limited dreaming. This is not how to get rich quick. Can I throw that out right now? This is simply the way God expects us to live as Christians. He wants us to be blessed. He wants us to demonstrate to the world how good he is. He doesn't want people living in. Do you know that Jesus came to preach the gospel to the poor? That was one of the reasons Jesus spoke about all the different things. I've come to heal the blind. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And went through the whole list of things. But one of the criteria, he said, I've come to preach the gospel to the poor. What's the gospel to the poor? What's the gospel means good news? What's the good news to the poor? You don't have to be poor no more. That's right. You're a Christian now. You're, your new daddy is a heavenly daddy. Your heavenly daddy owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Your daddy owns all the silver and gold in the earth. Glory to God! Yeah. Woo! Ah. Woo! Ah. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Can you sense it? Hallelujah, I'm expecting to receive maximized harvest and all the seed I've sown and all the seed I will sow, for me, my family, for you, for this church. glory to God. Listen, I've already said this to you before, but our harvest is crying out. I don't belong to you. You're a sinner. And, and, and the Bible says that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. You're a sinner. I'm supposed to belong to that person over there who's so seed, that just person over there. Well, glory to God, what are you going to do about it? You're supposed to be calling your harvest here. Right. Come on in, harvest. I said, come on in, harvest, and, 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 and get this. The Bible says that the Lord of the Sabbath, the Lord of the hosts of heaven, is going to arrange a divine appointment between you and your harvest. See, I am the just that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for. <laughs> See, you should be saying, that's me too. Because you are. Are you just? Oh, Pastor Dan, you don't know some of the things I struggle with. Do you believe what you struggle with is greater than the blood of Jesus? See, it isn't your life that determines whether you're justified or not. The way you live your life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you go out and go, you know, live like those in the world. What I'm trying to get across is our righteousness is based upon what Jesus has already done for us. Yeah. Glory to God. I am just in the sight of Almighty God because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says there in Proverbs 13, I believe it is. I don't even know where I got it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the wealth of the wicked, the sinner, is laid up for the just. I just kind of slide myself right in there that's me. Yeah. So, Harvest, come on in. Yeah, right. It's calling out for me. Yeah. I don't belong to you, sinner. I belong to those just people over there. Yeah. See, I believe we're going to be seeing a, a wealth dis, uh, uh, transfer. Thank you. A wealth transfer right. happening in the world right now. Yeah. Right. You might not think, well, I don't know how that can happen. It doesn't matter how. You don't have to figure out the how. Right. All you got to do is believe. All you got to do is believe. And again, that's just a choice. I choose to believe it. God said it. I choose to believe it. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm expecting for the wealth of the sinner to come into the just. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how much is coming in, but I know it's coming. I know it's going to be maximized. I know that I'm going to reach the highest level attainable. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, you need to hear this. If you're like me, I'm, gonna, I'm almost done, but we've got to go somewhere. There are probably many seeds that Joni and I have sown down through the years that I can no longer remember when and where we sowed those seeds. Just keeping it real. I've been doing this for since I turned my life over to God. But I'm going to say something. If you're taking notes, you should write this down in your Bible. God never, never forgets a seed sown. He, 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 all the time, he starts reminding me of different seeds I've sown down through the years. Yeah. I, man, God, I haven't thought about that. Oh, yeah, I remember doing that. And it's just like I'm starting to get more and more excited because, man, we, we've been, my wife and I, we've been sowing some seed, glory to God. John and Gail were telling me the other day how the amount of money that they have sown in through the years. And I, when he told me the amount, I'm like, oh, do you figure what a hundredfold of that is? Because, see, a hundredfold of what they've sown is a lot of money. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God never forgets a seed sown. Now, I want to share this testimony. I'm going to be reading some of it because it's kind of long. But this is a testimony that when I heard it the first time, I'm crying. Why? Because, see, this is the way our God is towards us if we can only get a hold of this spirit of generosity. Are you listening? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, Brother Jerry said him and Jesse Duplantis were having meetings in Augusta, Georgia. And that they had arrived early and were spending time with their wives. And so they're walking down, gone down some steps and were walking. I think it was along a a water course or something like that. And they finally went to this restaurant and they're walking back and the ladies are behind them talking. And Jesse and him are walking, talking. When all of a sudden Jesse turns and walks back to the ladies and they stop and they start talking. Well, Jesse, I mean, Jerry, Brother Jerry just kept walking. And he got to these steps that led back up to the parking lot to the hotel they're staying in. And he said, when he got to the steps, he walked up them. And, he, and at this time, he doesn't know they're still back there. And he gets to the top of the t- steps. And when he gets to the top of the steps, all of a sudden, this little girl comes running to him, crying. Brother Jerry, Brother Jerry, God told me that I was, this was going to happen. I was going to run into Jerry Savelle. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. I lost my place. i got to get to where I can read this to you because it's so good. So, so uh, uh, this little girl, you know, she, she wraps her, just throws her arms around him, and, 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 and Brother Jerry doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't understand what's going on. And finally gets her and pushes her, you know, pulls her back a little bit. He says, who are you? He said, my mama and me and my little brothers, we traveled all the way from Boston here to Augusta, Georgia, to hear you and Brother Jesse preach. But along the way, we had car trouble over and over and over again. And now there sits our car over there broken down, and my mama and my little brothers are in there crying. And I said to my mama, why don't we pray and believe God that Brother Jerry is going to come across our pathway, and he used to be a mechanic, he'd fix our car. And the mama said, "Now, now, now, wait a minute. You know, I I just don't know if that can be happen. You know, you, I just don't don't know if I can believe that. And, anyway, I'm getting ahead of the story because I don't want to mess this up. So she's sitting there, this little girl. Brother Jerry finally gets to the place. He walks over to the car where the mom's her head's on the on the steering wheel, just crying. And he reaches his hand in the car and taps her on the shoulder. And she turns around, crying, and looks at him and says," I don't believe it. And Jer- Brother Jerry looked at him and says, I know, but your daughter did. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whoo. Whoo. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And so Brother Jerry said, how's things going? What's happening? And she basically, re- re- you know, replayed the things that the little girl had shared with him. And he And, and-, and she said, you know, my little girl asked me to pray, but I told her, no, we can't, we can't do that. that we, I mean, Brother Jerry, just the, us running into him, that would be a miracle in itself. But then the fact that he would have tools to work on our car, come on. I know he used to do that. But the little girl, so didn't you tell me you can receive what you believe and not doubt in your heart? Are you listening? seems kind of like an impossible thing to the mom, but to the little girl, well, aren't we supposed to become like little children? And just simply believe. And here comes Jerry Savelle walking up. And she runs up and now he's at her car and he says to her, what can we do for you? How can I help? And, and <laughs> Sounds like the show we watch now. But anyway, anyway so, the, uh, so the mother, again, she shares with him what's going on. And Brother Jerry says this, what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to get a hold of my associates and they're going to find someone in this Augusta area that can work on your car. And I'm going to get your car fixed, and I'm going to pay for it all. And when he said that, he felt a tap on his shoulder, and it's Jesse Duplantis. And Jesse Duplantis, hey, 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 you're not going to get all the harvest from that seed. I'm going to get on in this. I'm going to pay for half of it. Brother Jay said, okay. And then Brother Jerry asked her, well, where are you all staying at? You know, what hotel or whatever, where are you staying at? And she said, oh, we don't have a hotel. We don't have a place to stay. We don't have any more money. And Brother Jerry says, well, I'm going to put you in this hotel right here. This is the hotel that we're staying in right now. We're going to put you up in this hotel for the whole week. Are you listening? Yeah. And, 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 and children, he looked at the children. And he said, now, what you can do is you can call the front desk or whatever it's called. You know, you look at your menu on the food. And what do they call that? Um, room, service. room service. Thank you. And, and, and when you, you just order anything you want throughout the week. And you just sign your name to it. And at the end of the week, we're gonna pay for it. I'm gonna pay for it. And brother Jesse taps him on the shoulder again. Nope, nope, nope. You're not getting all that harvest. I'm getting in on half of it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And, And so she they end up getting in the hotel, they end up getting all their food taken care of, they end up getting their car fixed and repaired. And, and, and Brother Jerry said, we're going to make sure you get to the meetings. We're going to, I'm going to make sure you get to the meetings every day. We're going to have a place reserved on the front row for you. We're going to treat you like royalty. Ha, ha, ha. ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. This is all based over of the faith of a little girl I want you to remember. Ha, <laughs> ha, glory to God. And so what it, he, he also gave this woman, ended up getting his uh, daughter Terry's phone number so they could stay in communication with one another. And she, got, uh, she gave, uh, 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 Terry got her, the mom's information so that when they traveled home, they want, he wanted to make sure they got home safely, if they had any issues, to let them know, and he'd wire the money. And, and so, you know, that right there, could, I could just stop the story right there, but it doesn't stop there. A couple of days later, he said they went their separate ways. Jesse Duplantis went to Louisiana. Brother Jerry went down to uh, uh, the Fort Worth area. And, and he said a couple days later, he was in a, in a meeting uh, um, of, of, of uh, donors, people that were supported his ministry and stuff. And he was just sharing some things. And he said to them, I'm not going to be able to stay here today. And, you know shake hands with everybody because I've got to go make this phone call they're in a t- different time zone in fact it was somebody in Africa and I told this person I'd call you immediately after I was done ministering so I'm just gonna walk out and so he said he it was he started to walk down the aisle and as he's walking down the aisle all of a sudden someone taps him on the hand and hands him a piece of paper he says read this when you have the time and call me and he said didn't think anything of it he stuck it in the sleeve of his Bible and then later on he slipped it into his uh, briefcase and so then he went home and he got went to bed. I think he said like at one in the morning. and He got up at six, and he remembered when he got up at six about this note. So he went and got the note, and when it read, he read it. <laughs> Glory to God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Let me see what. I don't want to mess this up. Thank you, Jesus. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Dear brother Jerry, I know you like Corvettes. I like to bless you with a brand new Corvette call me if you're interested <laughs> it was only around 6 15 in the morning at this time and brother Jerry said I didn't want to wake the man up so I waited to 6 30 in the morning and the man said man I thought you would have called me last night he brother Jerry explained to me I just now read the note and everything else And anyway they arranged for brother Jerry to travel to Dallas where this man had a car dealership and he had just gotten in some brand new Corvettes and so when brother Jerry got there he said, just pick out which one you want. Just choose which one you want. And so he ended up walking around, looking at some, sitting in some. And he ended up picking one. And that, the, dealership, the car dealership guy says, I knew that was the one you're going to take. And so he's driving home in his brand new Corvette, worshiping God, praising the Lord. And he said to God, God, why did you move upon that man to bless me with this brand new Corvette? And God spoke to his heart and said, that's your harvest for the seeds you sowed into the life of that woman and those kids. And Jerry said, I didn't even ask for this. I didn't ask for any harvest. I was doing it out of the goodness of my heart. That's just who I am. I love to be a blessing. And God spoke these words to him I never forget a seed sown. Right. Oh, man, I say it anyway. Boom. <laughs> hold on let me catch my ooh. hallelujah God never forgets a seed sown God never forgets a seed sown and so Jerry he, he said when that you know when, when once God spoke that to his heart he picked up his phone he called Jesse Duplantis and he said to Jesse Duplantis hey and he told him what had happened and, he, and then Jer, uh, Jerry Seville said hey, hey did it, has anything happened to you Jesse over the last 24 hours and he said oh yeah I was fixing to call you he said, I was sitting up on my a balcony at my house and a man drove up to, my front, to the fence on the, in my front yard and, and he said, Brother Jesse! And he threw a paper bag over the fence and just took off. And when, he goes, when I walked up to the bag to see what was in it, it was filled with money. Yeah. And God spoke to Brother Jesse and said to him, that's your harvest for the seeds you sowed in the life of that woman and those kids. Yeah. God never forgets a seed song. Yeah, that's right. God never forgets a seed song. Amen. Woo! I'm telling you, there is coming a great wealth transfer. Yeah. Amen. For us who believe. I believe, how about you? I'm so stirred up about this, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we're going to take up the offering, and we're going to do it differently. The Lord is instructing me to do it a little bit differently. And... um. I asked you last week to write down what are your greatest needs and wants and desires for this year and beyond. Some of you may not have done it. Some of you not, may not have been in here. You may not have taken the time yet. That doesn't mean you can't do it. Just go home and do it. Get it done. Pray over it. And then you ask yourself this question, what kind of seed should I sow, Lord, to see these things accomplished in my life? Amen. In my family's lives, in this church. What kind of seed do I need to sow? Now, this is where I lose a lot of people. Because a lot of people start to think, well, see, Pastor, you're just trying to pull the money out of me. No, I'm not. I'll say this as clearly as you can hear it. If you don't believe this yet, that's not up to me. That's between you and the Lord. I'm trying to bless you. No, forgive me that, Lord. I'm trying to position you to be blessed. I'm trying to let you understand God's not trying to take it away from you. God's trying to get it to you. Yes. Oh, praise you, Jesus. I am excited. you want to know what you can go get the Joan and those kids if you don't mind, please. God, as I, again, I'll repeat this, as I was studying this a few weeks ago, the Lord it was like he stopped me and he asked this question. He said, "Do you really believe what you've been preaching to my children along these lines? Because if you do, then you would be looking for places to sow. Yeah. Did you hear what I just said? You would be looking for places to sow. And that's when the Lord prompted me to take up a love offering for Celebration of Life Church. I have never done it in the history of this church. Yeah. Never done it. How many, Where's my wife on an eater? How long have we been going? 15 years? I don't even know. 15 years, I think yeah. it is. Never asked for an off, a special offering. And, and so I just believe that this is the leading of the Lord. Again, I am convinced That things are going to be happening in your lives, in our lives, in this church, the likes of which would have never happened if we hadn't got a hold of this revelation. This is the year of the maximum. This is the year of the highest level attainable. I'm going to say this too. If you're not there yet, I do not speak condemnation to anybody. Not at all. All I'm asking you to do is this, to go back and look at the scriptures over the last few weeks, what we've been sharing with you. This is part seven. Go back and listen to the, different ser- uh, the whole series if you can. And say, God, if you said it in your word, if I can see what Pastor Dan is preaching is so, I'm going to choose to believe that. I'm not going to be moved by what I see or how I feel. I'm not going to let the bills stacking up to the ceiling keep me from stepping out and doing this. I'm not asking you to do anything that the Lord is not asking you to do. Yeah. And if you're not in that place where you have the seed, the Lord speaks to your heart to sow a certain amount of seed. Listen, the Bible tells us in uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 10, he's the one who supplied seed to the sower. Amen. Many times God will ask you to give beyond where you're at. It's as a, as a test of faith. He's wanting you to say, yes, God, I, 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 I hear that. And, and what I would say to you is write it down. On a piece of paper and say, God, I'm trusting you to bring the seed into my life to sow the seed, to sow that you're asking me to sow. Does everybody understand how I'm saying that? Now, I know that several people have already expressed their, you know, they got certain amounts they're gonna give and praise God, we got a certain amount we're gonna sow. I'm so excited to do this. I'm so excited for you. I said to you at the beginning of this teaching that this is going to change this church. This is not about us being stingy. Because I'm going to share with you just in a moment some of the different things the Lord has led me to sow into. This is to get us positioned where we need to be to reach more for Jesus Christ than ever before. Amen. I want to maximize harvest. How about you? I want to be fruitful in every good work. I want to reach the highest level attainable hallelujah praise the Lord so this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna have my wife come in mark would you bring me just a basket not well that one's hers that's got the little bear in it or bunny or whatever it is and I ain't taking it from her (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah this is what the Lord has instructed me to do we're gonna have a basket and I'm just going to turn the, one of these chairs around. You can take that chair if you don't mind. Bring me a chair, somebody. That one right there would be good. I can set it on. And what I'm going to do, and I'm not trying to call people out if you are not in this position yet. Turn it around. And then put the basket there. I want you... If the Lord has led you to do this, again, I want to emphasize that. I'm not bringing condemnation if you're not there yet. I'm not going to reemphasize that. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not bringing condemnation if you're not going to give yet. The reason I said yet, because again, if you see this in the words, you should get excited and say, God, I choose to do it. I choose to obey you because it's the, blessed one, the, the doers are the blessed ones. Amen. But what I'm going to do is when you come up, I'm going to take the time and pray over you right there and then. In fact, it's not going to be like a big long prayer. I'm just going to say bless you. But remember, I'm not just saying something like after you sneeze. I'm literally believing, God, that when we speak over you and we put our hands on you and say, bless you, the blessing of the Lord is coming on your life. Yeah, Are you hearing me? Oh. Hearing? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't know how else to do this. I'm just going to say, line up. Come on, just line up. If you're going to give an offering, a special offering today, just line up. Don't do it yet. Just line up. Glory to God. You can come up. Yeah. Just don't put it in yet. Line up back there around her, too. Oh, that's right. you get to come. Let her go first because, hallelujah, she's going to help me do this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Where is my check? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. 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 Again, if the Lord has not put this on your heart, yeah, I am not in any way putting condemnation on you. I love everybody in this room. Our hearts cry. Is to see everyone blessed. Our hearts cry is to reach more for Jesus Christ, and this is part of it right here. Hallelujah. So I call you blessed, my wife. I call this church blessed in Jesus' name. And you give in faith in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on up. I call you blessed in Jesus' name. Yes, great, great fulfillment's coming to your life. Blessed to be a blessing in Jesus' name. All right, come on up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We call you blessed. You're blessed in Jesus' name. Great increase is coming to the two of you. Maximize life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We call you blessed in Jesus' name. Blessed, empowered to prosper, empowered to succeed, empowered to fulfill destiny in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, Holy Ghost on her. Hallelujah. We call you blessed in Jesus' name. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You got destiny to fulfill. This is, is opening you up to that maximized living. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless. Glory to God. I call you blessed. 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 Blessed little baby girl. This, You're blessed. You're blessed. Keep it up. Stir it up. Hallelujah. Blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We call you blessed. In blessed in Jesus' name. Blessed in Jesus' name. Maximize Overful. living. Overful. Maximize living. Overful. Hallelujah. 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 You. you are blessed. You are blessed. Empowered to prosper and succeed. Fulfill destiny.